0: Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I have a really special guest today, Mary Hudson. Mary, I am super excited for all the listeners to hear your story and what God has brought you through. Thank you for being on today.
1: Oh, thank you, Erica, for having me. I'm excited. I think that uh, faith-based answers to health and mental health, is that's totally God right there. You just nailed it.
0: Yeah. I mean, we get into a lot of interesting topics on here, but it's been great to do it with God because I think with Him at the center, it really makes it all not so scary to talk about. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what led you to getting involved in ministry And how did Jesus really, you know, put that calling on your heart?
1: Well, I was a radio news reporter in Las Vegas from 1977 to 1980. And before that, it was kind of interesting. I didn't know the Lord. I got saved in Las Vegas. Uh, Billy Graham came to Las Vegas twice during the time I was there. And I had lunch with his uh, secretary one time. And she said, you know, he says uh, that more people get saved uh, in Las Vegas per capita than any other place in the world because you go there to either um, get married or lose all your money
0: or get divorced. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. So,
1: that's where I was. But before that, I'd been married to an English racing car driver, and lived in Rhodesia and had a macadamia nut farm. Mm. And it was so beautiful. He built this uh, gorgeous African, uh, mahogany house up on top of a mountain, which is 25 uh, uh, miles up a switchback on the border of Mozambique where Heidi Baker goes and uh, ministers to all those orphans nowadays. Mm. And I used to cry out to God there and and say, God, even though this is so beautiful, uh, there must be more to life than this. And Mm. I just had a hunger in my heart. And so after I left there through circumstances, um, I came to uh, back to Santa Barbara to stay with my mom. That's where I was born and raised, and um, I ended up getting a job at a local radio uh, newspaper,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh, getting a job in Las Vegas. But uh, after I got this job in Las Vegas at a big fifty thousand watt station, we uh, we reported on Elvis Presley, we reported on the Howard Hughes will and um that's when howard hughes had just passed away Mm -hmm. it's all very interesting Mm -hmm. uh the owner of the station came to all of us because there were about 10 of us from different states and said well we just ran out of money, so you're all fired.
0: Oh, oh no! Yes. Oh wow! It
1: was terrible. And I, what am I going to do? I'd lo- I'd left my friend and my mother and everybody in mm. Santa Barbara. I was living my girlfriend on the beach and going body surfing every day, and I gave that up to go to Las Vegas, desert city. Awful. <laughs> but, um, so I went out of my balcony and I saw in the uh, distance there was a geodesic dome church. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to go over there on Sunday. And it was Assembly of God Church, and I ended up giving my heart to the Lord.
0: Wow.
1: And, uh, well, actually not at church that day because the people came, uh, visitation group came on the following Tuesday and knocked on my apartment door and said, uh, explain the plan of salvation, and then said, do you want to get saved? And I said, no. <laughs> then they said to me, if you're going to die tonight, Mm. uh, where do you think you're going to go? Are you going to go to heaven or are you going to go to hell? Mm. When they put it that way, I'm like, "Mm, I think I'll change my mind. But it was instant, Erica. The way that God ministered to me, I was instantly born again. I mean, all my desires to party and all that, Mm -hmm. uh, the boyfriends, everything just totally dropped away. It was amazing, amazing grace. So... um, I ended up going to that little Assembly of God church for a while. But then uh, I asked one of the lady elders, why did that, uh, la- another lady in the congregation, why did she have cancer? Why would God put cancer on her? Mm. And she said, well, maybe God's trying to teach her something. Mm. And I'm going, well what? No, I used to be a Catholic. God did miracles. I don't believe that. I can't. And anyway, that was a catalyst for me to uh, backslide. Mm. So I backslid, you know, says the devil comes in seven times worse. Mm. And I it, he did. Mm. And I did. And uh, 18 months later, I had another encounter with the Lord. It was amazing. I had been asked uh, as a CBS reporter to go and uh interviewed jimmy carter in the white house because he was asking reporters and tv personalities from all over the united states to come to the white house for a um, meeting with him and a meeting with the cabinet because his popularity was low Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was getting all those media people in there Mm -hmm. and i was one of them and Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun Uh, but after I left there, my brother was a, um, movie producer and he was living in New York city. So he got me a, uh, interview with CBS morning news to see if I could get a job with them. Hmm. So I was on the train in between Washington DC and, uh, New York city. And as I was sitting there, the Lord appeared to me, I'll never forget it he appeared to me in a long white robe and just very sweet, very loving. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I was traveling between the power government power center of the world and the, um, media center at the time, New York city mm-hmm. And he said to me, I'm more powerful than any of this. Mm-hmm. And it's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was backslidden at the time. Yeah. It's like his love was just drawing me back in. It was oh. amazing. Yeah. So, um, about two months after that, I, uh, would, I, I used to do t- the radio in the morning between 3, 5 o'clock in the morning and noon. Mm-hmm. And then at 1 o'clock, I would go and do documentaries on public TV. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to my uh, public TV documentary place, and there was the head of the uh, department there. Was a friend of mine, Mitch. And uh, he was there with his girlfriend, and he was looking so happy. Mm. And I'm going, bitch, what happened to you? You look so happy. He said, oh, Mary, I got born again. Aww. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Said, I, I said, I used to be one of those. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I wish you'd told me. I almost <laughs> tried to commit suicide. Mm. I'm going, oh, brother.
0: Mm. Dude,
1: I can't believe it.
0: Yeah, we have no He's idea. Going. Yeah. No,
1: I don't know. You, you have to come with me, Mitch did. He said, you have to come with me and Kitty and go to this little church in North Las Vegas where this lady preacher is preaching the Bible, and she's amazing. Her mm. stories are like People magazine. It just relates to your everyday life. Mm. She brings out the Word in such a special way, and I'm mm. going like, <laughs> i guess yeah i just wanted to be religious you know mm. and when i got there and i sat in the back row on a wednesday night so i could escape out the back door if i didn't like it but it was <laughs> so good i mm. kept coming back every wednesday night yeah moving up one row mm. and um until finally i'm sitting in the front row and by that time she was telling us uh jan the pastor who used to be a top show girl in las vegas wow. was telling about this uh, backslidden brother she had everybody had to pray for him and uh, He was finally lured into the church by a coconut cream pie on his birthday (laughs) And He uh, turned around he went to a Kenneth Copeland meeting and his sister sent him there and said if you'll go I'll pay for the whole thing, but you've got to promise me that you're gonna go and attend the meetings so of course he went, but he didn't attend any meetings until Thursday afternoon because he felt like, you know, she would blow up at him if he didn't at least go to one meeting. Yeah, and um, he went to the two o'clock meeting with Jerry Seville, Minister Jerry Seville preaching, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like Jerry was preaching right to him in front of two thousand people.
0: Wow, and he
1: totally turned his heart around, turned his heart back to the Lord, and he went back to Las Vegas a new man. Wow. That Amazing. And then we met, and we fell in love, and we got married six months later.
0: Oh, amazing. Wow. And you guys have been doing ministry ever since? I mean, it's yes, been a yes, long yes, time.
1: 40, 43rd year. Oh, wow.
0: Yes. wow. Yeah. Can I ask you, because I'm someone who's kind of like starting out in ministry, like how do you not grow weary? Like how do you keep going doing I mean, that many years of it? I mean, I feel like a lot of us, that are listening are not necessarily, you know, starting their own ministry, but they grow weary often. And how well, do you stay grounded? I think
1: you need to have an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. I think you always have to be thankful for the little things.
0: Mm.
1: And, um, you know, I have we have a, a middle daughter, uh, Katy Perry, who's pretty popular.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: some things I could not be thankful for, but it's like every time I see something I can be thankful for, it's like flowers in the field going yeah. up the mountain. I write it down. I keep a journal, Aww. and I keep encouraging myself. I love that. I mean, you got to stay in the Word, Erica. You got to stay in the Word every day, and you got to see what pops out at you. Yeah. That um, Jan Keith's sister used to teach us there in uh, Las Vegas. She used to say, "You know, um, a week without the Word makes one week." Mm. So. One week without the word W E E K, Yeah, with the word of God makes one W E A K. So love you get because you fall into your flesh, you fall mm-hmm. into your um, mind. And right. you know, you are a spirit, you have a soul, mm-hmm. which is your mind, goal, and emotions, and you live in a body. But your spirit is the one that needs spirit food. We feed our body right. way too
0: much. Right. And
1: <laughs> our spirit is trying to snack on, on one Sunday morning a week. Mm -hmm. it's not going to do it Mm -hmm. you're going to have to have more because the enemy enemy is going to come against you and make sure that you're going to get depressed you're going to get tired you're going to get weary Mm. and sometimes the best thing to do is take a scripture that's jumped out at you in the morning and meditate that all day long write it down on a three by five card Mm. keep it with you and if things get just too bad just go back in your bedroom Lie down and read that word and just meditate it. I mean, mm. you know, the world meditates a lot about other things, but we've got the uh, iner- inerrant word of the living God. Amen. I mean, it says in Joshua 1.8, if you meditate on my word day and night, uh, then you'll prosper and then you'll have good success. But you got to take the meditation first.
0: Mm. I love that reminder. Thank you so much. I, last week on the podcast, I was talking about Jesus being tempted in the wilderness and how his rebuttals to Satan were very short. I mean, they were like one sentence each, but it was so powerful because it was the Word of God. Um, And so, yeah, thank you for reminding me of that. I feel like what you said is so good. Even just having it on a three-by-five card would be so helpful. Um, So talk about, you do these Arise conferences. I want you to tell people about that a little bit. What's your heart behind that, and what do you hope that women will gain from that? Going to an arise conference.
1: Well, we got uh, we got a prophetic word, Erica, sixteen years ago, um, from our friend Lee Grady, who used to be the editor of Charisma Magazine in Florida. Now he has his own ministry to uh, abuse women all over the world, called mm. the Mordecai Project. And uh, he's an excellent writer, but he's also very prophetic, very precise in his prophetic. And um, I went to our friends' meeting in Pennsylvania. It was a woman's meeting, and there were about 250 women there. And as I was sitting there, he was ministering to all these ladies. He was doing it, was him and Lisa Bevere. Mm -hmm. And um, I was thinking, you know, I'm going to be the end of the line. He's not going to have anything for me. But that's where your patience comes in. That's where you need to wait on the Lord. Mm -hmm. And something, the Holy Spirit just got me up off my seat. And said, Get up there, Mary. And as <laughs> I got up there, I um, uh, stood in front of him and he came to me and then he said, You, you uh, are going to raise up women who are bold, trailblazers, and think outside the box. Mm. Oh, no, that's not what I want to do, Lord. We just. <laughs> pastoring two churches and now we're evangelizing and my husband's out on the field and my son is in the uh, high school here in Murrieta and my daughter's, one's in Los Angeles, another one's in Santa Barbara. I don't want to do this. Mm. Well, guess what? Within 90 days, I had my first Arise conference up here in Santa Barbara at El Capitan Camp. Uh, People who are old friends, Patricia Bragg of Bragg Live Foods and Jane Russell, the actress, were came up and they supported me and they gave me, um, they te- they, they gave their testimony in front of everybody. I think there are about 75 people mm. and it was great. It was so yeah. encouraging. It was so fun. Yeah. And I ended up going, uh, Belgium, uh, Switzerland, France, um, Oh, Taiwan, uh, Singapore and Malaysia with the meeting and, uh, just encouraging women everywhere. And then I turned it into, uh, You know, we don't want to bring water to the sea. So I I figured, listen, let's get some of these women out of shelters Mm. that are living in their past and show them they have a great future. They don't have to be victims. They can be victors. And this is, of course, for anybody sitting in the audience, too. Mm. And now that's what we do, is we uh, are going to Maui next month, November 10th through 12th, at the Wailea Beach Resort, gorgeous resort. We're going to put all 40 of these women up at the Wailea Beach Resort. We're going to feed them. We're going to bless them. going to give them Starbucks cards and Aww. gift baskets clothes and johnny was sponsoring the fashion show so anybody's out there listening wants to go to maui come and join us at ariseconferences.com it's going to be really fun so we i love to see the transitions i love to see the stories like we had one lady pakaki who was a drug mule in kona Mm. and she um she was uh, sent to Colombia to pick up the cocaine and brought back and locked up in a guava hut during the day. I mean, it was terrible. Oh. Let out at night to deliver the drugs, but in the meantime, all three of her children were taken away by Child Protective Services, and she was at her wits' end.
0: Mm. So
1: finally, she just um, she ran away one night late in the night to the Hawaiian Domestic Violence uh, Shelter there. And it just so happened, you know, it's nothing. That just so happens, it's the it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Holy Spirit um, led her there, and Holy Spirit led us there. We just happened to be there that week for the conference. So we went in there and we prayed for, her, ministered to her. You know, you never know if these girls are going to come or not. She came. She was oh. totally transformed. She was so excited. Wow. She moved in there and went to uh, join YWAM on uh, Oahu. And then she went into uh, Burma and started saving children, Wow. sex uh, children. It was really great. So God is so good. We've had so many testimonies like that. It's
0: incredible. Wow. And I, I was looking up the conferences online. I saw your verse, your theme verse is 1 Timothy 2.10. And I want women to get in there with the men in humility before God, not primping before a mirror or chasing the latest fashions, but doing something beautiful for God and becoming beautiful doing it. I love that you picked that verse. Can you kind of share with us why, what made you pick that or how God put that on your heart?
1: Well, because when you're going through a situation, if you have problems in your own family, you have problems in situations, take your mind off of it and help somebody who can't help themselves. I mean, these women cannot help themselves, but we've got the word. We've got the B-I-B-L-A. We can tell stories, and we can make them laugh, and Mm. we get the balloons out going, and we get everybody uh, uh, having a great time. Mm. This time we're having uh, Terry Seville Foy, and she's uh, coming from Dallas. She's amazing Mm. about dreams and visions and goals and goal setting and how you get – she's got lots of books like Vision 101, how you target your dreams and how you can get them fulfilled. And I'm like, ah, I love you, Terry. You're amazing. You get everybody going and motivated. It's so good. She's a, a Holy Ghost businesswoman. Motivator, dream uh, catchers. Here's straight from the uh, Spirit of God.
0: Oh, I love that. So you're really taking care of these women and then you're empowering them to dream again about what yes, their life is. Yes,
1: absolutely. Be. Yes, you have to get them on a new plane. You know, the circumstances are always there. Like when you take off in the airport, the cloud a bank is always there, but your plane rises above the clouds, and your mind has to rise above the clouds Mm -hmm. to get over the circumstances of trying to hold you down or the depression. Mm -hmm. I mean, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Depression is your weakness. Mm -hmm. So you've got to rise above it Mm
0: -hmm. one way or another. Mm -hmm. I love that. If someone were listening today and just feeling that weight of their life and, you know, what's on their plate, their circumstances, what is one word of encouragement or hope you would give them today?
1: Well, that's why, actually, um, Erica, I wrote that book. Uh, Joyful parent equals a happy home.
0: Oh, okay. It
1: matter, yeah, it doesn't matter what's happening in your life. It, ma- it matters what the Holy Spirit's leading you to do, and where mm. you can go, and how the joy of the Lord can be your strength. You know, mm. sometimes you feel like giving up, throwing in the towel, but you don't have to react like this. Sometimes, mm-hmm. some you know, uh, you don't have to take it so seriously. Mm. Uh, Get yourself in a in a place of joy, get yourself in a place of peace, get into the word and start praying, start seeking God and ask him. You know, I asked him about the, the craziest things, the silliest things. I couldn't figure out my assistant had to leave early this morning. I couldn't figure out how to uh, put the ink in one of my printers. <laughs> I said, no, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Help me Lord. And he immediately helped me. It was amazing. Aww. So
0: I love that. Yeah, no no prayer is too small, right, for him. He cares. Uh, yeah,
1: you think it's too small, Erica. You think, oh, God's not going to be bothered with this. Well... Yeah, he'll do. His Holy Spirit is his agent here on Earth, and he's here to help you. Mm. I mean, it doesn't matter how many millions of people are asking him. The Holy Spirit—can you imagine? His cell phone tower must be incredible,
0: <laughs> and he can answer it all at the same time, unlike yes. us. <laughs> oh, so tell us a little bit of more. I know you have that book out. You have another one, right? Can you tell us yes, about your other? I have book? another
1: one called uh, Smart Bombs. Tearing Down Strongholds with the Explosive Word of God. And this talks about how, um, and you can get these books on Amazon. This talks about how the Word jumps out at you and speaks to you personally. It's like Mm
0: -hmm. uh, neon
1: lights in Las Vegas. It's just sort of bam, bam, bam. It's just talking to you. Mm. But it's, you know, God's trying to speak to you, and he'll use his Word. He'll use the Word if you'll just get into the Word.
0: I love that. Oh, I can't wait to read both of those. I definitely oh, need you. the Joyful Parent one because I have two little ones, so they uh, keep uh, me running right around.
1: Now,
0: <laughs> now, oh, well, Mary, I so appreciate you being on today. I I just loved hearing your story and how God, I, I feel like He really did so many out-of-the-box things with you to get you to come to Him, and I love that. That's awesome. That's
1: <laughs> true. You know, sometimes, I I graduated from Berkeley and then I went over to England and met this crazy racing driver, first husband. And mm-hmm. uh, you're head taught at the expense of your heart. That's why you have to build up your heart and build up your spirit, man, because that's where it needs the spiritual food.
0: Mm, I love that. That's such a good reminder. Thank you so much, Mary. I I so appreciate you being on today.
1: Thank you, Erica. I appreciate being here. It's
0: so fun. Yes. Okay, let me just close us out in prayer before we say goodbye. Oh, Heavenly Father, uh, what a joy to talk to Mary today. I love her story and how you have brought her through so much, Lord, and you pursued her um, in so many different ways, Lord, and look at the ministry that you have um, blessed her with and allowed her to be a partner with you in all of this, Lord, impacting women's lives and teaching them how to dream again. What a beautiful um, example of how we can encourage women that are in those dark places, Lord. Um, I thank you for her ministry and for her life and that um, she took the time to be with us today. We're so grateful. In your name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks, Mary. I will say goodbye now. We will see you thank next you, week. Thank you, Erica. We'll talk to you soon.